Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today is day two with our special guest, conservative, political, and economic commentator, Michael Snyder. Our co-hosts today are Maricela Woodall and Mondo De La Vega. And now, live from Gray Street at Morningside USA, here's your host, Ricky Baker. Hello and thank you for watching Jim Baker's PTL Television Network. It's exciting yes. that you chose to tune in with us today. Today is day two with Michael Snyder. <laughs> Michael, we wanna thank you for coming back for a day two. I'm now holding a very exciting book called The Rapture Verdict. Can you tell us, whenever you wrote this, did you think it would apply for such a time as this right now? Well, I, the people keep reading this book all over the world. I keep getting emails from people because it's such an important book. And, and we're, we're moving toward this time, Ricky, because there's going to be so much confusion throughout the Christian world, the Christian community, because we're, we're, we're approaching a time when the world is going to go absolutely nuts. There's going to be chaos all over the globe. And people are going to be talking about the end times. Bible prophecy is going to become the hottest topic in the in the entire world, I believe, and a great soul-winning tool. But there's going to be so much confusion because for primarily in the evangelical world for decades, it's been taught that there's going to be this pre-tribulation rapture. And so when the tribulation begins and we're all here, that's going to create a ton of confusion. And people are going to be in despair, depression. They're going to be down. They're going to be defeated. They're going to be going, oh, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't raptured. I'm still here. This is terrible. No, God put you here for such a time as this. And God put you here at the darkest time in all of human history for a reason, to fulfill his purposes for the greatest move of God and the greatest harvest of souls the world has ever seen. But this book, The Rapture Verdict, it takes a look at the scriptures, the most comprehensive view that I've ever come across, and explains exactly why there's not going to be a pre-tribulation rapture, explains uh, when the resurrection is actually going to take place, and kind of lays out the whole plan so people can understand and understand that, hey, no, it's God's plan isn't to take us out of here by a helicopter right before all the bad stuff happens, but He, God's plan is for us to be here, to go through it, to bring glory to Him, to bring in millions and millions and millions of souls to be part of the greatest move of God, even in the midst of the tribulation, the midst of the chaos that's going on. So it's, it's, a, it's a plan of victory. It's a plan of bringing glory to Him. It's a plan of plundering hell to populate heaven. And it's getting people to understand what's coming so they can be excited for what's ahead because God, God's plan is what's best. We want God's plan and God's plan is for us to be here. And at the end, we get to be with him forever and ever and ever. But meanwhile, we've got a job to do. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And we actually have the book available for That's you. Right here at the PTL Television Network. This is exciting. Then we have the rapture verdict yes. here that we can send out. That's right. And if you're watching right now and you don't have the book yet and you would like to call, you can call that toll-free number. It's 1-888-988. That's our number here at Morningside. And let them know that you want to order the rapture verdict. That is for a $20 donation. But Ricky, I really feel, if you're okay with this, I would like to make it that I believe that this is the time where we have others in our life that we need to share. Many people are asking questions. They're trying to understand 
truly for the very first time, the book of Revelation, they're opening it for the very first time. Yes. Because they see the events that are happening all around them, but the word of God has already laid out from the very foundation of this earth, earth god has already laid out his plan and now what's exciting in these times is that the book of revelation is being revealed right before our eyes many believers are flocking to matthew 24 luke revelation the book of revelation to truly have a hunger and a thirst to know what does god have to say but what i love michael you mentioned here you are never going this on the back of your book you say you are never going to look at the book of Revelation the same way again. And so for anyone who's watching, not only do we want to send you a copy of Michael Snyder's book, The Rapture Verdict, but when you give that $20 donation to help keep this ministry broadcasting, we want to send you a second copy Amen. that you can wow. share to your loved ones, maybe to a friend, those who are asking questions. You can do a Bible study together. You can come together, husbands and wives, you know, I know with my husband. That's right. Give it to your pastor. And so when you order that, you can go to the website. You can call 1-888-988-1588. That's a $20 donation to help our ministry and to stand with us. Amen. That's an exciting offer. So you get two, The Rapture Verdict by Michael Snyder. And none of this truly does change the way that you look at the book of Revelation. You're watching the PTL Television Network right now. And that is exciting because we have new and improved things heading your way. We want you to stay faithful to continue to watch. I'm just looking through our channel listing right here, and I'm still amazed at the people that we have on the network. I'm looking at The Coming Apocalypse by Paul Begley. We have Skywatch TV with um, Joe Horn. We have Manifest with Perry Stone. Mondo, I'm just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. The people we have on our network is truly amazing. Absolutely. You know what? When you put put all of them together and you look at where we are right now, they are speaking to the times that we're in right now. But not only that, they are teaching you biblical truths that yes. is hard to find out there. And the PTL Network has gathered some of the best orators and presenters yeah. and Bible teachers and prophetic voices for this hour that we're yeah. in right now. When I look at the rapture and I look at the, the, the scriptures, there's so much out there, yet you don't know where to go and listen to and, and what to. Listen, the PTL Network has gathered all those people together because the Bible says that we prophesy in part, we see in part and listen, and and we know in part. And when you put all those pieces together, the scriptures come to life. I mean, I was just walking by and I was uh, watching Larry Huck doing his presentation about Israel and giving us an update about that. And then Perry Stone and giving us prophetic words. And again, this is why the voice of the prophet is so important right now. You can download the free app on your phone right now. A lot of people are wondering, we can't see you on our TV station. What is going on? There's a lot of chaos. It will take a whole hour just trying to explain (laughs) what's happening. But better than doing that and wasting your time, let's make our time useful. Download the free app. Or better yet, if you own a Roku, download the free channel on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire Stick and begin to watch the Voice of the Prophets Network. That's right, and that's a free thing that you can download so you can stay in tune with what the prophets are saying uncensored. We take pride in the fact that we allow the prophets to say what the Lord is telling them in the fullness. Michael Snyder, we want to thank you for being back here day two. Um, You are an absolute amazing human being. Your brain is phenomenal. I truly think we need to study you. The way you can put things together, but you can also always ensure that it lines back up with Scripture. 
Now, what I want to do is I want to get your opinion on what's happening since we are in a crucial year. We're going to be turning to the presidential race, and many are saying that democracy is on the line. Why are people calling America a democracy when it's a constitutional republic? Well, that's a very good question because we do have a republic, but this is a, a phrase that the Democrats are using, and people need to understand for many Democrats, they don't believe in God, okay? So politics is their religion, okay? And the worst thing that could possibly happen for their religion, for their worldview, for how they see the world, literally the worst thing that could ever happen is for Donald Trump to become, get back into the White House. So for them, this is, you know, they're calling him Hitler. They're saying he's going to end the Constitution. He's going to set up a dictatorship. They're using all of this inflammatory language to stir people up. Okay, and so and, the, and tensions are rising and we really are. And I've said this often, we're moving into the most chaotic election season in all of U.S. history. And, and it's bringing all of the anger and frustration to a crescendo. And then you've got these Democrats, you've got these people on TV, which are literally saying Trump is Hitler. Trump is going to destroy America. Trump is going to end the Constitution because they're stirring people up. And this is going to end really, really badly. No matter how the election turns out, this is going to end really badly. But then if Trump wins, which I think there's a very strong likelihood he will, and we can talk about how that could actually take place. But if Trump wins, we are going to see a temper tantrum on the left among Democrats, among these people, because they're going to feel so violated. They're going to feel like it's so the end of the world, the end of America. I mean, just think about it. If you actually believe that Hitler was running America, how would you respond? What would you do? What would be the appropriate response? Well, this is what they're actually going to believe. They're going to believe that literally Hitler has taken over America, and that's going to set the stage for violence. It's going to set the stage for un civil unrest. It's going to, if Trump actually wins, it's going to set the stage for things we've never seen in America before. Wow. Wow. Now I want to get your opinion. What's your take on the primary wins of Donald Trump so far? Yeah, well, it was very expected. I've said all along, look, Donald Trump and Joe Biden are going to be the nominees as long as they can physically make it to election day. So it never really was a contest. Yeah, they tried to get a bunch of Democrats and independents to vote for Nikki Haley in New Hampshire, and it didn't work out, it didn't pan out. So now, I mean, the con that contest is over. Joe Biden's gonna be the Democratic nominee as long as he can physically make it. Now he's wearing down really fast. I mean, he's really slowing down. So we don't know if he'll make it to election day. We don't know if you know they'll try to take out Trump before election day, but assuming they can both physically make it to election day, they're gonna be the two nominees. Now something to watch is a third party. We've already got RFK Jr. He's been polling. He's been polling in a significant percentage, and then no labels. They say, "Hey, if we get to Super Tuesday and uh, Biden and Trump are the nominees, we're going to probably run somebody." They want to run kind of a moderate, and that's probably going to steal more votes from Biden than it would from Trump. So that would actually probably be good for Trump's chances uh, if no labels runs a major third party candidate, which I think they probably probably will. Uh, so that, that's going to be very interesting. So we could have like four candidates polling at a significant level, and that actually helps Trump at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, once we get to November, the general election will be decided, 
in a handful of swing states. I live in a state where my vote won't matter. There in Missouri, you guys, your votes aren't ultimately going to matter in the outcome. The, the election is going to be decided in Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin, Arizona, Georgia, other swing states. And to a large degree, it's going to be decided by who can manufacture and harvest ballots. Uh, and uh, the Democrats were very adept at ballot harvesting last time around. This time around, uh, you guys need to understand, Trump saw what happened the last time, and his side is setting up their own operation this side. And we can debate about that and about whether who should, whether both sides should be doing that, but it's going to be happening on both sides and who can produce that and, 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 and get those ballots into the ballot box is going to go a large degree to determining who's ultimately going to win the election. Wow. Now, according to Fox News, Joe Biden is the most unpopular president since Harry Truman. Now, if Biden wins this election in November, what will the average citizen do? Well, if Biden wins, it would be a, a, a total nightmare as well. But there's great dissatisfaction as approval ratings are in the tank. And that's really opened the door for this no labels third party. to, And they're planning to run some big names for president and vice president. They haven't settled on exactly who. But Biden's unpopularity has opened the door for no labels and no labels because Trump's support is very solid. You know, there's 30, 40 percent of the population that's going to vote for Trump no matter what. And so but Joe Biden's uh, support is not very solid. And so if an alternative comes along that looks appealing, they could potentially really cut into his support. So this no labels effort, I think it could potentially be very strong and take a lot of votes away from Biden. Now we're seeing one of the reasons Biden is losing voters is because of his stance on the border. I want you to watch this. I started my career in, in immigration enforcement in 1984 as a border patrol agent. I've worked for six presidents up to Donald Trump. Every president I've ever worked for took some steps to secure the border because they understood you can't have national, strong national security if we don't have border security. But President Biden is the first president in history of this nation that I know of who came in office and unsecured a border on purpose. And, 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 and even President Obama gave me the presidential rank award, highest award available. Because what was I doing at the time? I was, I was locating and deporting people that are in the country illegally. So we went for the most secure border of my lifetime, and it's not my, just my opinion, I've done this for 34 years. Anybody can go to cbp.gov and look at the data. We handed this administration the most secure border in my lifetime. And, and, and within months, we went from the most secure border to historic illegal immigration, numbers you've never seen before. And it's not because it's seasonal, it's not because of climate change, it's not because of Trump, this is by design. Right now, we have record numbers of, of illegal aliens coming across the border. Catch and release is, is rampant. Right now, Secretary Mayorkas already, already said 85% of everybody coming to the border is being released in the country. They're not being detained. And people who say that the border is not in crisis, I tell you this. In 2020, the total encounters on the southwest border is 646,000. This year, 3.2 million. Five times what we saw during last year's Trump administration. I've been attacked numerous times because I worked with President Trump. They said our policy is inhumane. I've been called a racist and a bigot by members of, of, of Congress. Well, let's get one thing straight. Under President Trump, illegal immigration went to a 40, 45-year low, 83% decline in illegal immigration. 
There's been several studies saying 31% of women that make that journey through cartels get sexually assaulted. So let me ask you a question. I'll make a point. When 83% less people are coming, how many migrants didn't die crossing the border when 83% less were coming? How many people didn't die? How many people off the terror screening database didn't try to come to the country because Border Patrol's 100% vigilant on the line and now overwhelmed? How many women and children didn't get sex trafficking to the United States? Forced into sex slavery, forced labor, debt bondage. How many billions did the criminal cartels not make? Under President Biden, where they call this humane, over 1,700 migrants have died on U.S. soil. Historic record. Not counting the Darien Gap in Mexico and Central America. 112,000 Americans dying from fentanyl. Historical increase in sex trafficking, forced labor, and debt bondage. Almost 100,000 missing kids that were released by ORR. 440,000 unaccompanied children entered the country through the service of the cartels. Someone needs to explain to me how that's humane, any of this stuff. And a record number of people off the terrorist watch list being arrested. 1.9 million gotaways. That statement alone should convince anybody on either side, 1.9 million gotaways, the border is not secure. It's ridiculous to claim so. Now, if that doesn't make you want to go out and ensure that you vote in this next election, I don't know what will. We need to stand up as the Christian believers and go and vote our faith in this next election. I encourage you, if it is raining, snowing, if it's whatever type of inclement weather, any inconvenience that would stop you, please say, I need to find another way. I am encouraging you. We at the PTL Television Network want to say, please go out and vote your faith this election. Now, Michael, I want to get your opinion on a very important topic but could you talk about some of the subjects that were covered at Davos 24? And could you explain to the viewer who may not know what that is, what is Davos 24? Yeah, every year the World Economic Forum has a yearly meetings, a yearly gathering. Uh, elites from all over the globe, they fly into Davos, Switzerland, and, it, and it's a big party and and the, 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 the prostitutes and the sex services are all sold out, you know, the whole time the elites are there, you know, because they're into those things. Uh, but it's, it's, you know, celebrities come, you know, it's become the place to be for the global elite every year. So they gather in Davos, Switzerland, and they have all these meetings, and it's a, it's a big conference. And, you know, this year, that once again, they had panels about climate change and censorship and different things. But the one I found really, really interesting, they had a panel about disease X. Okay, so we've been hearing about disease X for a while. And, and if you look at the, 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 uh, the literature for the meeting, they said, hey, that we got it. we're discussing disease X and the experts are saying it could kill 50 million people. You know, and, and so, you know, and, and they've all this speculation, but how do they know this? Because disease X is supposed to be a hypothetical disease. It's supposed to be an unknown disease. Uh, that, that, that hasn't been discovered yet. But so how do they know it's going to kill 50 million people? But And actually, they've started creating a, a shot. For, they're doing research to create a shot for this disease X, which I don't know how you can do that if you don't know what the disease is. But they had this whole panel about disease X, about the next pandemic, which I thought was very, very interesting because, of course, the Bible, Jesus in Matthew 24, says there will be pestilences in the last days, and so there will be more pandemics, more epidemics that are coming. And in fact, right now, in secret laboratories all over the planet, in fact, we just learned in China, they've been monkeying around with COVID and they developed a form of COVID 
that killed 100% of the humanized mice that it was tested upon, because this particular strain of COVID that was developed in China attacks the brain. So all the humanized mice, which mean mostly mice, but a little bit of human mixed together, they, they put this COVID strain in it and it killed all the mice, 100%, because it attacked their brains, okay? But all over the planet, these kind of sick experiments are happening where they're taking the deadliest diseases ever known to humanity, and in many cases, they're trying to make them even deadlier, you know? And then as we've seen, it's way too easy for an accident to happen. And once a bug gets out, it can spread around the globe at, at the blink of an eye. So I believe we've entered an era when deadly pestilences will sweep across the planet like we've never seen before, much more frequently, much more powerfully, because uh, to a large degree, they're gonna be man-made. Man and so, uh, so at this panel, at Davos speculated about what's coming next, about a disease that will kill tens of millions of people. And actually it's true. There are pestilences that are coming that will kill millions and millions of people. And if you look in the book of Revelation, I believe that if you look in the seal judgments, pestilences and disease will be one of the factors in the seal judgments that kills a fourth part of all of humanity. So we're talking about one of the factors that will ultimately be a one of the factors that will kill billions of people. Now I want to watch this report of China working on a virus with a 100% death rate. Well, China is at it again. It's playing with fire. What I mean to say is it is experimenting with a deadly new COVID-19 strain, as per reports. And this one has a mortality rate of 100%. You heard that right. None of those who have been infected with it have survived. Have a look at this report published in BioRxiv. Doctors trained by Chinese People's Liberation Army are conducting these experiments. They have made their own version of coronavirus found in pangolins. The scientists administered this lab-made virus in mice. And guess what they discovered? The mice started losing weight. They were sluggish. Their eyes went white. And all of this happened after five days of being infected. The virus spread to their eyes, their lungs, and even the brain. All four mice infected with the new COVID-19 strain died in eight days. In the last two days of their life, the virus increased in the brain significantly. What caused their deaths? Researchers suggest it was severe brain infection. The intensity of this new strain is astounding. And it has sent alarm bells ringing, by the way. Chinese scientists have issued warnings. They fear the virus strain can spill over to human beings. And what would happen then? Would it lead to a pandemic all over again? And the scariest part, by the way, is the virus strain has a mortality rate of 100%. None of the test subjects survived the infection. The virus attacked their brains and killed them in a week. And we know very little about this new COVID strain. Chinese scientists have only experimented on lab-made strains. They are planning to study the live version of the virus from the wild as well. This would Better this would better simulate real-world conditions and assess the real threat posed by the virus.
Just two days ago, Chinese uh, warned that COVID-19 could resurge this month, all thanks to the new JN.1 subvariant. The National Health Commission highlighted a rise in JN.1 and said that multiple respiratory diseases were likely to spread this winter and next spring. And it's not just JN.1 anymore. There are concerns around the spread of a new COVID-19 strain altogether. This one seems to be the deadliest yet. Michael, the question is, how are they getting away with this? We are seeing it in broad daylight. We know what they are up to, but yet it seems that they are allowed to continue to just keep making forward progress on a disease that could kill a massive population. Yeah, this type of experimentation, and I want the audience to listen to me very carefully, this type of experimentation is an existential threat to humanity. It should not be allowed. It should be banned all over the world, but it's not. And this type of experimentation is not just happening in China. All over the world, crazed scientists are conducting the most bizarre and dangerous experiments that you can possibly imagine. And we have reached a stage as the human race where our ability to create deadly diseases far exceeds our ability to control them. So can you imagine what would happen if that uh, strain of COVID that China just created got out? Or if any of the other incredibly, insanely dangerous diseases that are being worked on in labs all over the planet got out, the death toll would be catastrophic. And these things are coming. We are living in the end times. And pestilences will be one of the major themes of the years that are ahead of us. So people need to understand and be ready. You may have to stay in your homes for months or potentially even years at a time. You know, as deadly diseases ravage our planet and kill vast numbers of people. This is unbelievable. Uh, if your jaw's not dropping right now, right. just watching the video, listening to Michael, I, I don't know what's going to get your attention. Truly, I believe that God uses evil men and good men to warn us about where we are right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you look at the hearts behind this people's agenda, yeah. it allows you to understand the evilness that is rampant in this world right now. The hour has come for the church to either wake up or you're going to continue to be asleep. That's right. But prophecy is not going to stop being fulfilled because the church doesn't preach this. Prophecy is not going to continue to stop because someone in the church decides not to teach this. And if you want to hide and, and, and be in fear, the Bible says that my people, Amen. my people, That's right. his people, Perish because of the lack of knowledge. That's right. We can't run from the knowledge that is being spewed up on our society and the culture and expect us to go and hide. No, we have to take this, be in prayer, be in alert. The Bible says that when Jesus went and prayed and he came back and found his disciples asleep. That's right. And he warned them. That's right. I think the church, Michael. God is trying to get the church's attention to wake up, to understand that my my time is coming. I'm coming back. It's time to get in order. It's not time to panic. 
I, I think the church has become so militant in the message of the gospel that we don't know what's right and wrong in the church anymore. But when you listen to these people, all it's all, all it's telling me is to get ready. Yeah. Amen. I got to ask you this question because it comes back to what we have been teaching for the last 20 years about getting prepared and, 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 and warning you. And, and we're doing everything we can to bring you the heirloom seeds and, 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 and the food preparation. And, and of course, you know, we just partnered with a new company that is offering meat and, and all that. What do you make of this headline? World Economic Forum speaker calls for ecocide. Am I saying it properly? Yeah. Laws against farming and fishing. It's insanity, you know, where they're saying farming is bad, fishing is bad because they want to fight climate change. You know, the, the, the climate has been changing all throughout human history and it's going to continue to change, uh, but there's nothing they can do about it. Uh, but but they said, oh, we got to stop farming. We got to stop fishing. And meanwhile, global food supplies are getting tighter and tighter and tighter. A global famine has already begun. You know, uh, in, in 2022, 2.4 billion people didn't have enough food to eat. With the final numbers for 2023 will inevitably be even tighter. I just read an article about how uh, pork supplies are getting really, really tight as uh, as uh, pork prices are rising. So you know, we are moving. Famine is another thing Jesus mentioned in 24, Matthew 24. We also see it in the seal judgments in the book of Revelation. Famine is, it, a global famine has already begun, but it's going to intensify and get a lot worse. And, and food prices, and, and when you go to the grocery store, they're a lot higher. So people need to understand food and famine and hunger. Demand at food banks all over the United States is has gone to unprecedented levels already. We're seeing homelessness in the United States, according to the Wall Street Journal in 2023, increased at the fastest pace ever recorded. You know, so we're seeing suffering and hunger increasing already in this country. It's going to ultimately get far, far worse. So people need to understand, hey, stock up, get prepared while you still can, not just for yourself, because ultimately... What's going to happen when things get really bad? Your neighbors are going to come knocking on your door. Your family members are going to come knocking on your door because they know that you've been getting prepared and they're going to say, hey, do you have anything? Can you spare anything? Can you help feed me? I'm hungry. You know, so what are you going to do when that day arrives? Are you going to have enough for yourself? And are you going to have enough for everyone that's going to come asking for food? Everyone that's going to be depending upon you? We are moving into very serious times. If you're not prepared, you got to get prepared because the hour is very late. That's right. And that's why we emphasize preparation so much. You can go to jimbakershow.com, click that shop, our affiliates link. Like you said, this is truly a one-stop shop. There is a reason that it was designed the way it is because we have tested and tried all of these products ourselves. We want to bring you nothing but the top of the line products so that you can have something you can depend on. Yeah. But jimbakershow.com, that's going to be the best way you can that's look right. at everything. Marcella, we truly have a one-stop shop. Yes, absolutely. Anything from our generators, which are fuelless, you know, think about having a fuelless generator that can be powered and used in your home. That's Lion Energy. They offer financing to our partners. And I just want to say right now, they have never had better prices than right now. And so Frank Davis and his team, they did that because they believe in helping our partners to be prepared. They share in our mission to prepare you. And so not only are they offering financing, but they're also making it affordable 
and put together bundles with bonuses and additional items that you can add onto your cart. And so that's available at Line Energy, the emergency food, the, the ARC seeds are there, the Seychelles water filtration. There's so many things that you can do to prepare. I do want to mention, and I want to give you guys just a quick update, which is exciting. Our brand new affiliate that we partnered with, which was Grid Down Chow Down, that was the 15 to 20 year shelf life beef, all organic beef. beef. I've been working with them behind the scenes and it's been amazing. Our partners, you guys, you listen to the message. You've been listening to the warning. And when they came on this show, you blew them out of the water. They literally were not expecting the response that you had when you started ordering the product. Wow, good news. They have ramped up. They've brought in new equipment and added. And he was, you know, we were on the phone yesterday and he said, we have expanded so that we can keep up with the PTL television network, the orders that are coming in. And so here shortly, you're going to start seeing yes. they're, they're ramping up, the orders are getting out, and they're going to keep those orders in a, in a timeline to get it to you. They know how important this is. But I want to encourage you, you know, I, I get the opportunity to do the call center here at Morningside, and I take the calls when I'm able to, when I have time. I love talking to our partners, by the way. I love talking to you. I love hearing your heart for Pastor Jim and Lori and the mission of Morningside and the PTL Television Network. But I want to encourage you, you know, many of you have said, I want to get in line. I want to place my order. I want to do that pre-order. And so if you, any of these products that we're talking about, you can call our toll-free number. That's 1-888-988-1588. The operators are there. They're standing by. If you have questions, I know many of you, you've asked questions about the product and we're there to help you. Amen. And so if you have any needs, if you're starting this journey from scratch, maybe you're a beginner, maybe it's the very first time that you're hearing about these type of products, I encourage you to call our toll-free number. We want to help you in your preparedness journey. That's that right. number again is 1-888-988-1588. Can I give you a headline? Please. And Michael, maybe you can comment on this after I read it. Just a few closures of meat packing plants are putting the entire meat industry on the brink of collapse. Mm -hmm. The restrictions on over 1,000 mom-and-pop meat processing plants aren't allowed to supply restaurants, schools, mm, wow. hotels, and I don't want to keep going. Michael, what do you make of that headline? Yeah, what that's going to do is push meat prices in this country even higher, which if you go to the grocery store these days, you know how hot pie meat prices are and the price of everything, which has gone kind of nuts with our food prices. Where in the Western world, we're experiencing higher food prices on the other side of the world. They can't afford food at all or food, you know, people in Africa are literally starving right now. But so food prices are going to go higher and, you know, and and actually right now, the size of the, the U.S. cattle herd is the lowest, smallest since the 1960s. Of course, we had a much smaller population in the United States back in the 1960s, less than half of what it is today. So supplies of beef and pork and all this are getting tighter um, and meat prices are going to go a lot higher, guys. Um, but ultimately, on a broader scale, this is part of the supply chain problems, which are starting to creep in again. Do you remember the supply chain problems we had under COVID? Well, they're starting to intensify, and this crisis in the Red Sea, okay, because we've got the Houthis shooting at commercial vessels in the Red Sea, and then the U.S. bombing the Houthis. So what this has done 
It's disrupted trade in the Red Sea. And about 40% of all trade between Europe and Asia goes through the Red Sea. So all these shipping companies are starting to divert trade uh, uh, elsewhere. And I just, I just read an article from CNBC. They said that this crisis in the Red Sea is going to disrupt global supply chains more than the COVID pandemic did when the COVID pandemic was at the height. So, wow. So that's coming now. It's going to affect Europe and Asia more than North America. But this is going to cause major problems because these shipping vessels, these, uh, these container ships, instead of going through the Red Sea, they've got to go all the way around the Horn of Africa, all the way around the continent of Africa. And that's going to add about a million dollars in fuel costs per trip. So that's going to slow down things getting to where they need to be. It's going to make things more expensive. And it's really going to disrupt global supply chains. So Mondo, what you mentioned is just part of a bigger picture of in the months and years ahead, global supply chains are going to really be uh, disrupted. And that's especially going to be true when the war, the war in the Middle East goes to an entirely new level, I believe, later this year. We are really seeing our rights being taken away little by little. And the World Economic Forum is showing that hand right now. Michael, I want to watch this and let's talk about this. Thousands of the world's most elite executives and politicians jetted off to Davos, Switzerland for the World Economic Forum. Besides January 6th, it's their favorite day of the year. At the party, sociopaths indulge in the highest quality caviar, endless champagne, and psychedelic mushrooms. It's time to plan the future. Not their futures, your future. That order seems to know, know. Uh, not be uh, the order anymore. We are on the way to a new order. So we are between orders. A new world order. So what will that look like? But the point is you have nothing to be worried about. Well, unless you like to eat. In most of Asia, rice is still grown with traditional methods, which requires flooding the fields. And when you flood the fields, you, you basically kill the weeds with water. Um, which sounds good, except it takes huge amounts of water. They basically decompose underwater, and when they do that, they release methane. And so, actually, rice production is one of the largest producers of methane, which is, you know, many times more, more toxic in terms of greenhouse gas emissions. Now, so what are the farmers and the fishermen going to do? Well, they don't need jobs because they'll be arrested. We have a kind of cultural, very ingrained habit of not taking damage to nature as seriously as we take damage to people and property. You know, if you're campaigning for human rights, at least you know mass murder, torture, all of these things are serious crimes. But there's no equivalent in the environmental space. With Ecocide, what we see is actually what people are trying to do, what businesses are trying to do, is make money, is, you know, is farm, is fish, is do all of these things that are, um, you know, producing energy and so on. It, what's missing is the awareness and the conscience around the side effects, around the collateral damage. You know what just would make everything much easier? If we just stop resisting and submit to mind control bringing the kinds of sensors that people have become accustomed to, such as rings and in watches, into everyday devices, but it breaches the final frontier of privacy, that is, what people are thinking and feeling. Initially, what they will be capable of doing is very high-level brain state reading, things like, are you tired? Are you paying attention? Is your mind wandering? These are well-intentioned people. The people that brought us the first pandemic 
are now hard at work preparing for the second. There are things that are unknown that may happen. And anything happening is a matter of when, not if. And that was when we gave the name Disease X. This is about extracting humanity from the human race. This is about wrestling control of the land, sea, and air away from you so they can make you dependent on their food grown in their labs, put you in their cars, make you take their drugs, submit to their machines. They're putting the human spirit out of business. And they're right. It's a great business opportunity. It's vulture capitalism. They're preying on our bodies and won't be satisfied until they've picked our carcass clean. Wow. Michael, we are seeing that these global elites are flying their private jets over to Davos, Switzerland. They are realistically using and emitting more CO2 than the average human will in their uh, entire year. And they are not saying that that is hypocritical, but they want you to stop fishing, Michael. Yeah, these people are literally insane. And you saw that clip about a new world order. Literally, we are living in the new world order right now. We're living in their new world order, and they are setting the agenda moving forward, what they want to do next, because they've already completely transformed our society. And the people gathered there is not just political leaders, literally the, 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 the leader, leaders from governments all over Europe, North America, all over the world gather there but the heads of the corporations, because today our economy, our society is dominated by giant corporations that employ us, that provide our food, our medicines, the products we use, the, the giant corporations, the heads of the corporations gather in Davos, Switzerland, and they, the, the heads of almost all of our big corporations completely buy into this new world order agenda that we are living in right now. Now with artificial intelligence and moving forward, because these people are obsessed with power and they envision a world where they can use artificial intelligence and technology to watch us, track us, monitor us and control us on a level that's never been possible in all of human history. So they're where they can literally control what we think, what we watch. Of course, they own all the networks and the television and all of that as well, except for PTL and, and a few rogue outlets. But you know, they, they literally want to control every element of our lives from cradle to the grave and want us to live in a, they're the enemies of freedom. They want us to live in a controlled society, a one world system of government, politics, economics, and religion that they control and monitor and dominate. Well, I will say if uh, telling the truth to our partners, if telling the truth to everyone on the PTL uh, network makes us rogue, then I will happily accept yeah. the Amen. title because we have dedicated ourselves to bringing the yes. truth and, and the truth from a biblical perspective. Michael, thank you for touching on that because it is vital for us to understand that, yes, we are truly entering into we are in the threshold walking into that new world order order they would love nothing more like jesse waters was saying for us to eat their food to take their drugs and to think what they want us to think now to you at home that may sound like oh this is just wacky sci-fi uh conspiracy theory conspiracy theorist stuff but i promise you it's not it is the world we are living in and the book of revelation outlines this for us the book of revelation lets us know that there is going to be a one world government the book of Revelation lets us know that they are going to shoot for a one world religion as well. And I'll let you know right now, if your religion says anything other than 
the only way to heaven is Jesus Christ, your religion is wrong. We have to abide by the Bible and only the Bible. This isn't sci-fi and this is not conspiracy. This is simply the book of Revelation playing out before our eyes. Michael, we see big players. We see like China, India, other countries that are kind of pushing for a one world currency, a digital currency. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think a digital currency is very dangerous, you know, and and uh, we're talking about a digital currency today. You know, people use their debit cards and whatever, and that's all digital when you pay for your groceries or whatever. But we're talking about a digital currency, CBDCs, that are based on blockchain technology and which every transaction is recorded and tracked. And 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 so there's no pro- there would be under a system of that kind of system, there would no longer be any privacy. But when you go and, and you buy a gun, that's recorded that you used such and such uh, block of digital currency to purchase a gun. So the government knows it. Everyone knows it that you bought just bought a gun or whatever else you buy. It would be known. It would be much, uh, recorded forever indefinitely. The government would know exactly what you're doing. And it, under such a system, then if you were a bad boy or a girl, if you were uh, uh, someone, a, a, an adjutant that the government didn't care for, well, the government could say, okay, now we're going to suspend your digital currency uh, privileges for a while. So you can't buy, you can't sell, you can't get a bank account, whatever, for an, a specific period of time, because we're penalizing you, because maybe you bought too much beef at the grocery store, you exceeded your carbon limit. So we're going to restrict the amount of beef that you can buy for a while, or you bought a gun you weren't supposed to buy. So man, we're, we're coming down on you, or you said something on social media, which you weren't supposed to say. So, and, and if you're a repeat offender, they might say, okay, we're revoking your digital currency privileges permanently. So then you become an outcast from society. So the potential for tyranny under such a a system would be off the charts. So we need to object to such a system very strongly. And Mata, we saw something like this happen in Canada with the trucker situation. They were shutting down their ability to spend their own hard-earned money. Absolutely. And all because they voiced their opinion, their own view on on the matters that were taking place there. And you know, a few months after that, we saw America move into testing the digital coin and the digital dollar and the exchange. I think America and even the world figured out that this new generation doesn't believe in centralized business because, again, this new generation has figured out that you don't have to overpay on taxes. You don't have to overpay mm-hmm. and use a middleman. Yet, even when Bitcoin came into the picture, the government knew and saw all immediately that how are we going to centralize this communication? Because if we can centralize, then we can control how people are using that digital coin or Bitcoin. Yet, again, we are living in a time that America is no longer going to be the same. I think you mentioned it. Technology is changing everything right now. Artificial intelligence has broken down into quantum computing now that takes it into a bigger level. Now, if they can bioengineer the algorithm to understand mm-hmm. how human beings work, meaning they want to learn your behavior, what you're feeling, how you're feeling. And if they can communicate that with the quantum technology, now artificial intelligence changes in a wow. different level, but it changes how we spend our money. Mm. The American dollar right now is being devalued by people like China and Russia, the Middle East, they are coming together 
And Michael, you know this, that if they can devalue the American dollar, then America will no longer be the superpower that it once was in, in, in years prior. But let me ask you this. Where are we with nations devaluing and not using the American dollar right now? Well, we've got uh, countries like China and Russia that are very much moving away from the U.S. dollar. In fact, the whole BRICS alliance is moving away from the U.S. dollar. And we just saw Saudi Arabia uh, join BRICS and other nations join BRICS. And that's huge because Saudi Arabia is kind of the, the linchpin of the whole petrodollar system where, you know, for decades, oil all over the world has been bought for, bought and sold in U.S. dollars. But now Saudi Arabia is saying, hey, we're joining the BRICS. And, and there have been talks about a potential BRICS currency, but the, the, the domination of the US dollar is breaking down. And that's really bad news for us because America's empire is an empire of money. Though having the reserve currency of the world gives us an enormous amount of power because everyone needs our money to trade with one another or has been you know, for decades. And, and then we use our money, we give it to countries all the way around, all over the world. We say, hey, we're gonna give you money, but you have to do what we say. It's an empire of money. And then having this money, we, we use this money for our military and everything else. But now our, our currency is losing value. People are saying, hey, we don't wanna use it. And then people are saying, we don't wanna buy the debt, which is a major problem because all, all this time, you know, uh, yeah, we've, we've pr produced all this money and we've gone into all this debt Then countries like China and others have been buying our debt, but now they're backing off. And so now we're having to pay a higher rate of interest on our national debt. So we've gotten to the point where if you took the combined fortunes of Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and several other of the, of, of the richest billionaires in America, and you combined all their wealth together, it would not even pay the interest on the US national debt for one year, the interest on the debt for one year. And so that, you know, we're at the stage where we've got the spiral debt, $34 trillion, completely out of control. And from 1980 to today, we've gone from $1 trillion in debt to $34 trillion in debt. And now people don't wanna buy our debt. It's totally out of control, but our politicians continue to spend and our currency is losing value. We really are in the end game of America's empire of money. And, and our politicians are trying to keep the game going for as long as they possibly can and more power to them, I guess. But this thing, the clock is ticking, time is running out, and this whole thing is gonna come crashing down in horrible fashion. I just wanna, I just wanna give you a perspective. I just wanna give you a perspective. The usafacts.com said this, the United States government owns, owes, the U.S. government owes trillions of dollars in debt to foreign entities, mm. including governments, central banks, companies, and individual investors. Mm. What if for one moment all those entities hate America's values? That's right. What would happen if just one of those will come in and try to collect on a debt that we can't afford to pay? Where is America's financial institution at this point? The key is going to be who's going to be leading this nation. The key who's going to be the president that will have the common sense to negotiate this debt. Yes. What is going to happen to the next president of the United States? He's inheriting trillions of dollars that have to deal with central banks, other governments, companies, 
I mean, just dealing with BlackRock alone, we're in trouble. That's right. Again, I can say a lot to this, but I'm not going to say anything much. But I think Michael put a perspective to make us understand America is in trouble. And Ricky, without God, that's right. Without God, America has no hope. We have to have God in this nation. Amen. That's the only way that we have peace. That's the only way we have true understanding of what's happening around the world. And Michael, we only have a few minutes left. I know that there is a lot of trial and tribulation coming, but there is a message of hope. And Michael, what is that message of hope? Yeah, the message of hope is that we, people need to understand, we really are living in the end times. And we're about to see the events of the book of Revelation happen right in front of our eyes. And a lot of people say, oh, so many horrible things are going to happen. That's bad news. No, it's incredible news because number one, we're going to get to see Jesus soon. And when we, and Jesus finally comes back and sets everything right, and we're going to be with him forever and ever and ever. We're talking about millions and billions and trillions of years. And that's just the beginning. And that's an ending to our story that is far greater than anything that Hollywood ever imagined. And that's, we have more to look forward to than I even have words to describe. It's so glorious. But meanwhile, we get to be here. And once we see, once we get to heaven, we're not going to be able to win any more souls. So right now, we're we're uh, we have a mission, and it's not a mission impossible because we have the Holy Spirit, and we have this mission. Before we get to be with the Lord, we're on a mission to win more souls than have ever been won in any other era of the church, in any other time in all of human history. We get we we're we're here for that. Now, did God? save the best for last or we were or is he scraping the bottom of the barrel and we're all that's left i don't know but in either case i'm glad to be here i'm glad that god put me here he put you here for a reason he's got a job for us to do he's got a mission for us to do the greatest move of god that we the world has ever seen is coming and we get to be here for it and god is raising up a remnant all over the world how do i know that it's in the book of revelation read revelation chapter 12 verse 17 and read revelation 14 verse 12, because God told us two, almost 2,000 years ago exactly what the remnant of the last days would look like, and you can be part of it. All you got to do is sing, I surrender, I'm willing, I choose to be part of it, God. Use me. I'm ready for my mission. I'm ready for my job. I'm ready. Even if I die, I'm bringing glory to God. Even if I'm a martyr, I'm bringing glory to God, and collectively, we're going to do it. We're going to write the final chapter before Jesus comes back. We're going to prepare the way for the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach in Hebrew. And I'm, I'm excited about it. You should be excited about it because we really are living in biblical times. Amen. You just Amen. inspired me as well. I want you to open up your Bible. If you have it on your phone, open up the app. I'm going to read from 2 Timothy 4. It says, I solemnly charge you before God in Christ Jesus, who is going to judge the living and the dead because of his appearing and his kingdom. It says this, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and teaching. For the time will come when people will not tolerate sound doctrine, which we're seeing right now, but according to their own desires will multiply teachers for themselves because they have an itch to hear what they want to hear. They will turn away from hearing the truth and will turn aside to myths. But as for you, that's you, believer, exercise self-control in everything. Endure the hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. Yeah. And this is Paul saying, for I am already being poured out as a drink offering 
and for the time of my departure is close. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race, for race and I have kept the faith. Amen. Believer, I want to encourage you to do the exact same yes. thing. Continue to fight the good fight. Continue to have that faith. Because when you are truly walking in faith with Jesus Christ, it is really difficult for the devil to have your ear. Yeah. Now, he'll still try. He'll still do everything he can to get your attention away from your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But you must say, devil, I don't have time for that today. I'm focusing on the Holy Spirit. I'm focusing on Jesus. I'm focusing on what the Father wants me to do today. Yeah. If you don't know Jesus Christ, find a good Bible-believing church. Give your life right now to the Lord and say, I want to change the trajectory of my future. Yeah. Go get baptized. Read the Word of God every single day. Pray without ceasing. And you may say, that sounds like a difficult thing to do. But no, that is simply having conversation with God. Whenever you're thinking about doing something, say, God, is this, is, is this what you would have me to do? And if you feel the prompting from the Holy Spirit inside of your uh, spirit that says no, then don't do it, believer. Right. Then don't Amen. do it, beloved. But if God says, yes, that is what I need you to do, even if it looks like a hard trek, continue to walk the good walk yeah. with Jesus Christ. The PTL Television Network, Jim Baker has dedicated his life to sharing the gospel with you, your yeah. friend. Amen. And we want to continue to do the same thing. We do that through your support. More importantly than your financial support, which we greatly appreciate, your spiritual support is so vital to us. There are days where we come into the office and we know the world is trying to shut us down, but your prayers keep us going. There are days the enemy is knocking at the door, but we know that you are keeping our hands lifted high. So I want to thank you, partner. I want to thank you, friend. Yeah. Pastor Jim has instilled in all of us, our father, that you are the reason that we get to do what we do. You, because the Holy Spirit has inspired you to allow us to continue to spread the gospel around the world. It's why we can bring wonderful guests like Michael Snyder on the show to bring true and real revelations with you. It's because of you. So if you ever feel like, man, I am not a part of something bigger, or if you're ever down on yourself, just remember this. You're the reason that we get to see hundreds and hundreds of thousands of souls come into the kingdom of God. And Michael, I want to thank you for sharing that message yes, of hope. Amen. Yes, we are walking through trials. Yes, we are walking through tribulations. Yes. We've already won because Jesus already won on the cross That's for it. us. Yes. It is final. It is good. It is pure. And it is righteous. We are to walk in his footsteps. He is simply leading the way. We are vessels for the Holy Spirit. Michael, I want to thank you again for being on with us. Amen. And remember that God loves you. He really does. Bye-bye for today. We want to thank you for your prayers and support. We would not be able to be here without you. If you want to see more from us and our family, go to watchjimbakershow.com. And as my dad always says, God loves you. He really does.